Good morning. Welcome to your favorite sports betting show. It's the Atia Hour with your host, Trent Atia. It's Wednesday. Happy hump day. Or no, it's Tuesday. I'm I was about to say. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Already off to a shaky start, but hey, we had to reschedule yesterday's episode. We're now doing Atia Hour on Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, going into football season. As always, this show is brought to you and powered by the one and only Book It Sports app. Download the Book It Sports app today on the Google App Store and uh, Apple App Store and Google Play Store. I always botch that. Uh, it's free to oh, download. It's the best social community you will find for sports bettors. Post content, interact with sports bettors all alike, all throughout the country and the world. We got some... We got some uh, countries on there that are loving the Book of Sports app. Loving it. Love it. Uh, go download it. Best decision you'll ever make. Start winning some money. Start winning some bets. Go download Book It Sports. React together. Win together. Some people won last night. Kevin Durant with the dunk heard around the world to cover the 13 and a half spread. I know Mikey Overs didn't see it. You sleeping. No, I definitely did not watch that. <laughs> why are you not living why. breathing sleeping sports mike i mean i'm living breathing and eating sports but olympic basketball cannot be less interesting to me so i did not i did not watch it so you didn't cash 13 and a half did anyone cash 13 i did and not half? cash 13 and a half i didn't either unfortunately nope. <laughs> I did. oh my god are you gonna talk like that and then not what be what was it what was the script on your book chat because i saw uh, like 12 places it, it, it opened up at a minus 11 and a half closed at 14 uh and some people got it 13 and a half which is what i had it at i did not take it but i saw it thought about it didn't pull trig though unfortunately that was the first u.s game basketball game i've watched in the olympics because yeah i saw you were up late night tweeting and as soon as that dunk went in like tweet was out good shit yeah well i mean dude that's my fucking job i have to but <laughs> Aside from that, it was the first time I legitimately watched the game because I swear to God, they make it impossible to find those games because, you know, they put it on the cock. Oh, I know. I mean, they're they're putting it on NBC.com and then you get a 30-minute uh, yeah, trial. And then I was dumb enough to start my trial at the beginning of halftime, so I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even damn well, see the game. I can I can sauce you my DirecTV login if you need that guy. Oh, I'm going to need that sauce. Yeah, can, we, sure. can we introduce Gavin? Oh yeah, no, of course. Like, we got, we got, I mean, he's dipped out right now. I'm the back. He's dipped out on the last couple episodes. We got a new special guest here, Gavin. Gavin, how are we doing? Introduce yourself. We're doing good. You know, just ready to talk some uh, talk some slates, talk some topics. Let's get after it. Yeah, Gavin's wow. a certified slate surfer. Uh, he's <laughs> certified, certified topic talker. Uh, he's whale wagers on the Bucket Sports app. He's just dishing out locks uh so gavin actually since we're on the topic of you you are a a, a capper per se right and you have clients yes how's that how's that going what's that like talk to us about being a young capper i mean at the beginning like you never know what you're going to like get yourself into. And then once like people start signing up, you don't want to let anyone down. And it's just like night after night and like picking these MLB games are obviously like picking out of a fucking hat sometimes, but you know, some nights are solid and then like, then you got your shitters. But for the most part, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to stay consistent and like 
definitely cash some fucking picks. Love it. Love it. How'd you do yesterday? MLB slate. Sounds like it fucked everybody. I mean, I kind of like went simple with it. I just had Philly's money line down in, in Washington and then also had Brewers minus one and a half against the, the Pirate Booties. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Blue, Blue Jays, Yankees, I mean, the Rays, all minus 250, all lost. Mikey Overs, you said you hate betting on baseball. What's been your experience so far uh, as you're dipping your feet into flipping the coins of, of baseballs? <laughs> Dude, I mean, I just – I can't get a read on it. Our last show, I placed about eight bets live, and literally the only one that hit was the Diamondbacks. And I felt so good about every other bet that we placed, Except like the Red Sox are selling. So, I mean, listen, I tried my hand again today at some baseball for today's show, but I placed some futures bets on the Olympics, and I like. I'm trying to see what sport it was because I have the Dominican Republic and Germany. And it just says men's team gold medal winner. And then I click it and it's just the (laughs) men's team gold medal winner. Like, I don't know if you can read that, but there is like no sport specified. So, and just, I so you don't even through, know. You're just flipping through the channels, like just hoping that you're watching. But then I click on the Dominican Republic and they're still active. So I, but it just says men's team gold medal winner. It doesn't tell me the sport. All right. Uh, it seems like you need to first just search what competitions the DR are still to the match. No way. <laughs> wow. Whoa, whoa. We have some breaking news. What happened? We're fact checking it. Nick's all mad at me because I already said it, but I didn't say it. Uh, I'll hold off on saying it. But, I mean, but yeah, no. Baseball's been. Baseball's been. Oh, flipping Bruce ball. Brown to the Nets. Is that what you were saying? <laughs> no, we're not talking okay. Bruce Brown in the Nets. Okay. He's already on the uh, No, yeah, baseball is bullshit. We'll get to baseball later on in the show. I've got a nerfy. I've got a parlay, and we're going to hear from these guys on their picks as well for today's baseball slate. Um, But we're going to talk NBA free agency. We're going to talk AFC South today. um, And then we're going to talk a little bit about the Evander Kane situation because he's in trouble. Evander, sorry. He's rolled. Uh, (laughs) But before that, before that, let's talk about NBA free agency. Yesterday I did I did I, don't know, I did a little something, placed a futures bet, little value, a little taste on the Dallas Mavericks to win the NBA Finals at plus two thousand nine hundred odds. I think you're still oh. waiting for Damian Lillard to uh, maybe get shipped there, but until well, then. yeah, well this this was a move based on the just simply the fact that the NBA free agency was starting yesterday, and I figured you know what team is going to make a move with good value. The Mavericks, and I, I don't think they're done. I mean, they're still. They did resign lot. Boban. That's they huge. did resign Boban, and we saw the huge line. You got that plan before. Oh, yeah, absolutely massive that we got the uh, we got Boban resigned, um, and I got my action in before that blockbuster signed. So thank God. <laughs> but uh, the team that did cash out, and I had an opportunity to put money on it, and didn't while I was there before all the action happened, was the Miami Heat. When we were at the casino, they were plus 3,500 odds. Now this morning, they're at 1,600. So big drop there. Uh, Do you like the value here at plus 1,600 for the Miami Heat? I would probably say no, not anymore. No. 
I mean, yeah, we've talked about it before. Placing futures at this point in time is just absurd. But, I mean, I'd like to hear your guys' take. I really don't think Kyle Lowry takes the heat from, like, getting bounced in the first round and getting swept to, like, contending for a championship. Like, I just don't see how that really changed the team drastically that much. I saw a tweet. I don't remember uh, who, who put it out. But it pretty much summed it up perfectly. Like uh, it was like the NBA Twitter like showed the new starting five for the Heat, and then someone retweeted it and goes, "Like damn, like Miami's really gonna make Brooklyn and Milwaukee sweat for those five games." So, <laughs> like, all, like, they they made the most moves. Like okay, cool, they got PJ Tucker like just off a championship. Like it's a good vet. No, I, I mean. mean- yeah, I mean, P.J. Tucker affects a team in a lot of ways. I think he's an energy guy, a locker room guy, and a defense guy. But when you're looking at this Heat team, they need, like, scorers, man. They like, need Kyle scorers. Lowry's not really a scorer. I don't, even, I don't even think Lowry was the best point guard on Toronto. with no. and, and then they got rid of Norman Powell, obviously. I mean, honestly, Norman Powell would have been the better play for the Miami Heat rather than Lowry. That's a hot take. That's no, for day. sure, dude. I mean, how old is Lowry now? 32? Yeah. You've got Jimmy Butler signed till he's freaking 36. You have a 32-year-old Kyle Lowry. I don't understand what the Heat were doing. I mean, it's not a bad pick. Let's not right? forget it's about Adebayo. Big Bam. Uh, Big Bam oh, is, is the real deal. Real deal. David going to talk basketball again. <laughs> Big Bam. Come on now. David going to talk basketball again. I mean, Lowry's not a superstar, but I mean, for me, he's a great value CP3. Right. He brings leadership. He's been there before. He's a guy that won the ring with the Raptors. He's not soft. And Bam is the future of that team, and that's what they're banking on. Butler is obviously the heart of that team, and what they need is the veteran, the brains on the court. And Spolstra is a seasoned coach. He's one of the best coaches in the NBA right now. So, I don't know. I don't think, like, you know, obviously like you, Mikey, I don't think, like, anybody's going to sprinkle shit on them winning the final. Shit is dead. But uh, they're going to shake some. They're going to shake some up for sure. Can we just address the – the amount of coin being dished around in the league right now. Jarrett Allen got paid. Shea Gilgis Alexander got paid. Evan Fournier got paid. That yeah, it's dude. absolutely insane. Trey Young last night getting that two hundred million. Oh my video. god, dude! I mean, Mike Muscala is making seven million. Like, what? Now, can we talk about something that? like actually ruined my day yesterday when I was scrolling through Twitter and it's that Alex Caruso <laughs> is getting paid almost $10 million a year to average two points, one assist and one dunk a week. Yeah. On the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls one. All right. We got Zach Levine. We got Vucevic. Like let's start putting a team around them. And they no, get, get two Caruso. backup point guards when they already had a starter in Kobe White. I mean, like, what are they doing over there in Chicago? Like, I don't understand these moves. Paying Lonzo $80 million, Caruso 40 Like, why? Like, where is money coming is from, dude? Yeah. That shit is well. And for everybody out there, y'all need to follow Mikey over on Twitter. Because his tweet was fucking hilarious. He said, how, why, what? I call that the LeBron effect. Like, it's the same thing. Remember oh, yeah. when Delavanova play with the fucking <laughs> Della the dickhead <laughs> with oh. Della Vanova play Della Vadova Della Vanova no Della Vanova Della Vadova play with the fucking Cavs got on a contract here because he played with LeBron and the fucking Bucks also give him 39 mil like it's the exact same thing it's like this subpar players play with LeBron show a little grit and then contract here comes up and then they get the fucking bag 
That shit's ludicrous. It's insane. Absolutely insane. But yeah, Jason, we were talking about Jared Allen. What's your take on the Cavs really giving him a bag, dude? That's a, yeah, that's no, a good, bag for him, man. Good to be back. Um, my thoughts on – see, I'm all out of whack. I, don't know, I was talking about P.J. Tucker and then <laughs> explosion. <laughs> uh, what are my thoughts on Jared Allen getting the bag? Huge. Um, they definitely needed to resign him. I mean, the starting lineup is going to be Garland, Sexton, Okoro, Mobley, Jared Allen. That's, that's a, I mean, that's a young, that's a young gun. That's that's a, a young I gun. mean, yeah, the oldest player, the oldest starter on that team is Jared Allen, who I might be. I mean, are you guys all? You're 23, Mike. Trying to hold are you 23 mm-hmm. or 24? 24 in two days. All right, so you're older than the entire starting five on the Cavs. So, <laughs> that's that absurd. makes me. That makes me excited. No, I think Jared Allen, I mean, we pretty much got him for nothing in that trade. Like, he just kind of came uh, to Cleveland, like, on that whole James Harden saga. And I'm hyped that they resigned him. I think him and Mobley are going to be – I was iffy about it at first. I really didn't want them to draft another big. But, I mean, I don't know. Two young athletes. I mean, they both – Mobley can shoot. Jared Allen playing down low. I think it's a good signing. I think they're well on their way to being a seven or an eight seed in the next three years for sure. Would you take a hypothetical win total of 35 over under for the Cavs? Under. Under, for sure. They're not winning more than 35 games? Yeah. No way. Uh, All right. right. Push it it to 30. Push it to 30 then. They're going to tank again, dude. You're thinking they're going to have a win total in the 20s? Well, I don't really want to touch anything Cavs related because, like, there still are – No, yeah. They still – I mean, okay, well, that's not what I, that's not what I was saying. I'm saying that there's still a potential that they do trade Sexton. So I mean, that changes things. I don't think they will, but I mean, as we've seen in the last few days, like anything can happen. So I'm not touching the Cavs, and like, like unless I know that their best player is not leaving the team for sure. Um, still left like to sign. Like Sorry, go ahead. No, you're yeah. good. You got. I was saying. No, still I was left just saying. To- Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Go for it, Gavin. Let me hear what you have to say, damn it. I was just gonna fucking, you know, put a period and say that Sexton, I feel like it's like they're saving grace. Like they're that they're like oh, for sure. the main like main guy. Like they need to like stick with him for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cavs are gonna remain irrelevant, so let's move on from the Cavs. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, DeMar DeRozan, Dennis Schroeder still left yeah. to sign somewhere. Uh, rumor has it DeRozan could be heading to Dallas. What does that mean for this little sweet ticket right here? Where where, where did you get those rumors from? Uh, El Twitter. Twitter. Twitter slash chat. The rumor mill. Mm. Oh, Conway. oh, Conway's the owner of this ticket. He is the owner. What's up, Conway? Thanks for <laughs> the joining guy the show. Yeah, the guy that told you to throw 100 on the Mavericks is telling you, I'm telling you, dude, DeRozan's going there. <laughs> and, and Dame and Kawhi. Yeah, they're all going to Dallas. Uh, I don't know. I don't feel like DeMar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan's another one of these guys where I'm kind of shocked he hasn't been more sought after comparatively to some of these other free agents because he's like, he's a scorer. He's, I mean, he only has a mid-range game. Really? So in this era of the NBA, he's kind of getting phased out like the way he plays. But he's a certified scorer, man. I mean, it's hard to play on the Spurs and be like what he was on the Raptors with the way Popovich plays. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets dealt to another team. He starts averaging 2023 20, again. 
We'll see. We'll see. I think Kawhi is, uh, I mean, we're all kind of waiting to see what he ends up doing. I wouldn't be shocked if he re-signs with the clip show, uh, but I would love to see him on the move. I would love to see him on the move. He's staying in LA? Yeah, more than likely he's staying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Because I love love now that. Evan Fournier? Yeah, $84 million. What? It's so it's so funny when these guys in Tokyo are just like getting the bag or getting traded, and then you just think like they're just fast asleep, and they wake up and you're like, right, time to go train. To fucking like Ricky Rubio's like shit, dude. But dude, it's nah, Ricky Rubio woke up's like, I'm going to Cleveland. Time to fucking drop buckets against the U.S. Yeah, I, I was hype <laughs> watching my game. Like that, that's my new guy. Honestly, we could trade sex to without Ricky Rubio. I can forget it. No, dude. no, no. But dude, uh, like, the, this... if you're the Knicks. Uh, like all these free agents, why is Evan Fournier the guy you're going after? He was underwhelming on the Celtics. He had like know. one good game for France in the Olympics. Like, why are you giving him that much money? Like, oh, no, we I have really a big two know. of Fournier and Randall. I do not know. <laughs> disrespectful to RJ Barrett, but I do not I mean, know yeah, the reasoning. Maybe, maybe he's there to mentor his uh, French counterpart, Frank Nolakino. Ever think about that? <laughs> I would hate my star player. That's probably not why they paid him $84 million, but I mean, not bad. Hey, Josh Giddy, remember the name. I'm putting up $100 to win $3,500 on his rookie of the year. Dude, he is – I mean, it's not a terrible bet. No, he's going to be. He's gonna light up the league. You guys are going to be like, holy shit, I should have listened to Trent for sure. And the wise so Joe Show 97 just said that Rodney Hood went to the Bucks, which uh, Woj has confirmed. Woj That's confirmed. a good signing. Was confirmed. confirmed. <laughs> the Joe Show ninety seven had it first. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we still got lots to happen here in NBA free agency. A lot of moves being made. Yesterday was nuts, um, but there's not much to bet on in the NBA besides futures right now. So uh, anyway. let's talk about something that we can bet on that we've all been just itching to get back to. It starts in two days, boys. A uh, NFL football on thursday uh but we're gonna save that talk for thursday's game for thursday's episode today we're gonna talk about the afc south uh and the the odds to win that division titans are minus 120 colts are plus 170 jags are plus 700 and the texans are plus 2200 i mean to me i think the titans are about a lock here to to win this division no i think it's the free I think it's the freest division in football, 100%. Yeah. Just dished down Carson Wentz. I'm like a Philly guy, so fuck that dude. <laughs> and did, for, did people in Philly not fuck with Carson Wentz? Like, what's the vibe there? No, I mean, obviously, when we had the Super Bowl season, it was soft. And it was kind of like just a downhill from there. Hasn't been hasn't been a good vibe with Carson. Obviously, but super I mean, like, stoked are, are that we you finally guys got are you guys like rooting against them or like, you know, when he comes back to Philly, are they going to, is there going to be like a tribute video? Like why well, I've never like understood the vibe with Philly and Carson. Cause he didn't actually win I, anything. I don't he just had, like, I like, I'm not necessarily sure kind of this because of last season, how much like he like fucked us over after giving him like literally a, a massive bag, bag. but he's not going to be really, seeing, he's not going to be really seeing the, the field this year anyway. So there will be no tribute <laughs> five to 12 weeks. Could be six, could be 11. Show, Hold on. What's your take here? Stop. You said a tribute to – what the fuck are you going to tribute about? 
if you feel it. What I'm did you make saying, a tribute like, about Carson Wentz? Like, what, what did Carson I mean, Wentz he, like? He, really, he, we he, act like he, he, he played for 10 years. Led, he led your team to a Super Bowl run. Like, no, no, he didn't no, no, win no, the yeah. Super Bowl. He led your team to the playoffs. Yeah, but yes, that, that's what he did. To the Super Bowl run. No, no, he didn't lead deserve. you to the Super Bowl. He led you to the run to make this to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but yeah, that, I mean, like, that's what Gabo was gonna say. He's gonna win the MVP. And then, like, and then, like, some people feel bad for him. It's not like a yeah. Markel, like a Markel Fultz or like Ben Simmons situation where like they show up and they suck cock. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ben, like, at least like if when Ben Simmons were like, to get traded from Philly right now and he comes back to Philly in the opener of the NBA season, he's getting booed for sure. They hate him. He sucks. But Carson yeah. Wentz, like. Was well, I feel like Philly I mean, the fans team was terrible. They they botched every draft pick since they've yeah. gotten him. Like it's not and necessarily I mean, all. He's also being hurt for like. Mo- I mean, they they give him a lot of money, and the dude didn't fucking play. So like, you know, it's like you pay him to literally sit on the bench, and then you bring in Hurts, which I'm not saying like Hurts is you know like the greatest, but at least he's productive. On like Wentz, who's again on the sideline, as we can see, he's gonna be out for the first what five to like seven weeks. If you're the coach, you fucking twelve play. five to twelve. That's just is he, he could be out for one week. Could be 16 weeks. <laughs> so he could miss the whole season. I want to hear your guys' picks for week one uh, in this division. Let's start with the Titans. The Titans are plus three against the Cardinals in Tennessee. Uh, what, are you, what are you guys taking there? Let's start with Mikey Average. Well, three the Cardinals are? The, the Cardinals are plus three, yes. They're getting a field goal. I mean, yeah, I, I kind of like Cardinals at plus three. I think these, this Cardinals team is going to have a really good year this year, to be honest with you. So you think I they think cover he, that that field goal spread against this good Titans team? I think they cover that field goal spread. I think people are going to be shocked by Kyler Murray this year. He had a, I think he had a really good year last year, and I think you know he's got he's got a full year under the belt now. Come back in. I like that plus three. I mean, you still have DeAndre Hopkins. I think that's a great team, to be honest with you. But this Titan team as well, I mean, they could be Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. No, I like their value uh, preseason odds. Um, Huncho, plus three Cardinals, minus three Titans. What do you take? Titans minus three. Um, I really like the addition of Julio to that offense. Um, obviously, we know yeah, the main offensive weapon on the Titans is Derrick Henry. The dude rushed for 2K last year without, you know, Taylor Luan really anchoring the offensive line. Taylor Luan is coming back healthy, one of the best tackles in the game. Um, Mike Verbal is literally a baby Belichick. He come from that school of thought, right? So I really like the Titans. I mean, I feel like the Titans win this division. I feel like the Titans are going to dominate the NFL. Like, they're, they're going to be very fucking good. And I don't see um, the Cardinals really keeping up with them. Now, I do agree with Mike. I like Kyler. Kyler personally woke me four times uh, in my career, twice in high school and another two times in college. So I'm very familiar with how good the player is. But I just feel like they're going to be outmatched, right? So, like, the Cardinals' defense, it's, it's not that good, right? You, you Obviously, you know, they added J.J., but J.J.'s on his way out. It's not the J.J. of before. Chandler Jones is wanting to leave that defense. So, like, they have nobody out there except for, what, Buda Baker, maybe. But, you know, you, you just have way too many weapons on the time for the, that Cardinals defense to stop between Henry, AJ Brown, Julio, like pick your fucking yeah, poison. Yeah. That shit is disgusting. Dude, that Jason, offense is disgusting. Jason, uh, next up we got Colts Seahawks. Seahawks are now favored at minus three. A couple episodes ago, it was flopped. But obviously with this, uh, with the injury of Carson Wentz, that now has shifted and the Seahawks are the favorites here at minus three against the Colts. What do you like, Jason? Um, honestly, I, I, like the last five minutes, I was just coming up with my, 
Titans Cardinals argument, and you just we just jump shit. But um, <laughs> well, let's hear that one. Let's hear that one. Let's hear that one. Shit. Thank you, thank you. I have a lot more to say about that one. Over fifty one and a half in that game, like David just said, defense is not going to be a huge part of that game. I don't think. Like with the Times offense, the new look Times offense with Julio. I also agree with Mike that the Cardinals are going to be another. I mean, they didn't make playoffs last year, but they still had a good year. Kyler had like MVP numbers the first half of the season. So that's going to be a game where there's a lot of points. But if I had to pick a winner, Cardinals ML. I'm with Mike there. Wow. I'm going to be on okay. the card. I'm going to be Cardinal. I'm going to be on the Cardinals a lot this season. And on the road, it just makes too much. It just makes too much sense for the Titans to come into this game. Carson Wentz injury. They're the favorite. Like. You know, it's just it's really them or nobody in the AFC South. Julio was on the team, and I can see disappointing week one performance. Um, I don't know. That might just be me still on the last year when the Browns got Odell and it was the first game in Cleveland. The Titans came in and destroyed Cleveland. That's kind of what I feel like could happen in Tennessee. Um, so, yeah, I like I like the Cardinals to win that one. But if, if you're putting me on the spot for the Seahawks-Colts game, yeah, I mean, I don't see how the Seahawks like don't cover minus three if they're. I mean, again, like I wouldn't touch that right now because you don't know who the Colts quarterback is. Yeah. It's not going to be Jacob Eason. Who will not I want to oh, wait. Hold on, I have a take. I have a take about this. I have a take about this. The Colts have Sam Ellinger. Being in a podcast <laughs> with two kids that went to school in the Big Twelve, yeah. my thought process is: let that bitch sit in a pocket and sling, man. Like, sling why it. not? Just let sling him swing. That's what they did in the Big 12 all year. He's Big from Texas. Just let him sit in the pocket and sling that bitch and let him learn on the fly if you really think he's the future. Don't go out and try to get another quarterback and try to get into the fucking playoffs. And, like, just let that bitch sit in the pocket and sling the ball. That would be so <laughs> exciting to watch him learn on the fly. I mean, like, that, that's my take on the Colts. Like, when we were talking about the Colts and Carson Wentz went down, I looked at their depth chart. Said Sam Ellinger, just let him learn now. Take this year, man. Right. Let him do it. He, he couldn't win with he couldn't win with the Longhorns. Do you think he's gonna win with the Colts? <laughs> I just want to also see David, you're gonna Nelson's out too. No, no, I mean look, Mike, you make you make a very strong point. Uh no, he doesn't. I don't I don't like Sam Ellinger as a quarterback. I mean, he just wants to see him sling. I, I don't think Sam Ellinger's gonna play. I don't he's think anyone touch the field, dog. I don't he's think not, anyone he's thinks he's the future. You don't field. think he's but, gonna I mean, touch the field. Like, give him a shot, you know. Like you let's see what he can do. You drafted him. Yeah. If you drafted him, that means as a coach, you thought that okay, if shit goes fucking south, you know, and Sam needs to step in, you know, that's you. He can perform, or else you wouldn't have fucking drafted him. So they drafted him, give him a fucking shot. And we're gonna see during the preseason how, how he operates. I mean, that's the whole beauty of preseason. So Carson is out for the first five to seven weeks. Who they're playing, I don't know who the fuck they're playing in the first preseason game, but I'm pretty sure it's either gonna be you know Jacob Easton or Sam Ellinger. They're gonna get a lot of playing time. And then judging on preseason, if the kid shows you that he can sling it, put him in there. Or else, why the fuck did you draft him? David, you see that Quinn and Nelson's out for five to twelve weeks too? Really? That's that, tough. That that hurt me, dude. That that hurts my. I, lo- I love Quinn Nelson. That hurts. Um, I, I don't. I don't see how Gavin says his most open division of football when like the next best team is has their two best players hurt. You have the Titans, the Jaguars, and the biggest lock. I didn't say it was the most open. I all right, the, so oh, we all agree. That? We all agree that the Titans, the Titans are going to lock this division up. One one hundred percent. Yeah, no, facts. Uh, the Colts, I don't, I don't see them making a run. We do have a special guest today that uh, loves football and comes from a family and a background of football. Let's bring him on. Any love sports betting 
just as much as any one of us. The man, the myth, the legend, taking the points. Look at him. Well, there he is. What's good, guys? How are y'all? Looking so handsome. Oh, no, flyers. I appreciate that. You guys are really discrediting the Colts, man. They're going to be a good team. They're not built offensively, but they're defensively. No, they're you're right. Yeah. They're going to be a top five defensive team. I'm telling you. Oh, they can for oh, sure boy. win nine games and not make yeah. the playoffs. <laughs> you do got to score some points to win the football game. Well, the, the, the crazy part about it is, is you know, Carson Wentz is out, Quentin Nelson is out, and I mean, they got the Titans week three. So I, 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 I have a feeling they're going to lose that game, obviously. I think it's safe to say that. Um, but even last year, they split the games 1-1. Uh, and they play again week seven, I believe it's on Halloween. So when they play on Halloween, I think their season's going to turn around with Carson Wentz. I, I'm not going to count him out yet with Frank Wright reuniting. You know what I mean? I think they're going to be okay. I think they're going to. Yeah, be but okay. what if he's out for 12 weeks? Uh, that that sucks. But you know, could be five. Could be three. I just have a feeling that storyline is building here, guys. I just I just have a feeling a storyline's going to come in. He's going to come back in, and, and who knows? They can win out. You know, they have an easier schedule towards the back end of the season. So um, we'll see what happens there. I thought the same thing in Philly, and like literally nothing ever panned out, and he stood in the pocket. Yeah, like, but Philly didn't have an O line or a defense, right? Yeah, dude. Like last year, you had. Yeah, like, who's who's he throwing? I think I think you asked. I think the I think they asked him to do too much in Philly. To be honest with you, they had no offensive line. They had no wide receivers. I mean, well, who's he throwing? To, like, like obviously the Colts have a great O line, but like who's he throwing He's to? Michael Pittman. Who's the guy from Ohio State that's back this year? Pittman. Like yeah, you're gonna he, he won't have to. He won't have to throw the ball that much because, like, the Colts' offense is based off running. Jonathan ball. Taylor behind exactly. that O line probably like, gonna have I a mean, great year. Taking a huge load off the his shoulder. Miles Sanders. Like, I know. Not behind a great Miles Sanders is not in that conversation. What? Yeah, but it wasn't behind a good O line. We'll see you this year. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, the Colts' line it moved. You know, originally they were favorite to win the division. They were plus one hundred five, I believe. And then it was plus 115 for the Titans. And once these two injuries happened, now the Titans just jumped to minus 120. I would yep. think that on a betting standpoint, I would think that that would go a little bit higher to like minus 150, minus 165 for them to win the division. But for it to be so low, I still think Vegas is trying to tempt us to take the Titans there. But I still think the Colts are going to be a threat, a legitimate threat. So we'll see. So you're saying that the minus 120 Titans to win the division is not a lot. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say so. I mean they, they they played so close. It came down to the wire last year. I think it comes down to the wire this year. There's no shot. There you have it. There you have it. Uh, taking the points. So you and I have been talking uh, about potentially doing some challenge, NFL season long challenge. Uh, talk to us about this and what this would consist of. So this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we invited to the whole book and sports community, whoever, but we we put the main guns up. I'm talking about the faces of um, the big, the big dogs of uh, Book It. So um, you know, Sharp Dimes, um, Midwest Mike, um, even people on TikTok. We open up the floor. Anyone who wants to come in, five hundred dollar entry fee. You got something on OfficeFootballPool.com where you can go ahead and host your own sports book for the whole season. So you can limit yourself to about five to seven bets per week. Um, you can limit how much you're betting. You can say what you're betting on parlays, money lines, teasers. What say you? And I'm thinking whoever comes out with the most coin at the end is the winner and winner takes all imagine being able to bet on nfl football for a whole season not risking the amount of money per week that you are but you just have this fake balance mm -hmm. and you lose either 500 bucks at the end or you can win about five thousand. so mm -hmm. i think that's a cool little contest absolutely and i'm definitely intending part uh to partake in that and we definitely got to rally some of the the personalities in this industry to hop in uh and i would like to send the challenge invitation to uh at sports betting nation 
you are you're you're joining this brother uh <laughs> and we got to get some other guys as well uh so we'll do our work we'll we'll get the troops rallied and we'll make this thing awesome because it'll be a lo- season long you know very competitive shit talking whole thing you know gotta have it for sure i would also want i mean i would i, I want to figure out a way to open up the floor to everybody all book it users all yes. users, anyone who wants to come in and just we'll have the big guns you know put in the money so it'll just be a, a race between us like 15 or whoever is in it mm-hmm. um and then with the uh, other people coming in i would love to have them have an opportunity to battle out some of the handicappers out there so i think that'd be really really cool absolutely absolutely i mean Dude, it's we met through TikTok and just collaborating with some content. Uh, you know, we had we didn't have any prior relationship before our, you know, adventures of being content creators. But I would love to just hear your thoughts on uh, what you've learned thus far about being, you know, the, the figure that you are in this industry, having a following on TikTok and having, uh, you know, people religiously come back and interact with your content. What's it been like for you, and what does the future look like for you? uh in this industry of sports betting you know it's exciting man um i i I was just in this to help people win money i I did it on the side and um i really didn't see much of a niche on tiktok so i decided to open my page let the trolls come out make fun of me for my losing picks uh, and and but more importantly help people win and i think i did a good job the last nine months doing that (laughs) um but but it's really cool like to meet a guy like you and to go into a community like book it i'm not i'm not just like you know, polishing your nutsack here, but, uh, but, you know, um, but no, it's cool to actually engage with the whole community and, and hear what they say. For example, last night I didn't have a play. I didn't want to put a play out there. There are too many heavy line favorites, yep. money line favorites. Um, I went on book it, uh, my boy, Jake Phillips, 22. <laughs> um, hook, yeah. OG man. He hooked me up. He tagged me in a parlay. I looked at it right down the phone. I was like, Oh my God, this is sexy. Went right to my book, put it in like 10 minutes beforehand. Sure enough, the motherfucker hits. And um, No way. Yeah, it, it hits. And um, just that engagement is just a lot of fun. And, and to find the degenerate grouping and to be able to hang out with them, it, it just makes it all the best. So. Yeah, dude. And I was talking to Nick Yale about this. There's, there's no one in this industry that's, you know, a relevant content creator that's not suit and tie, line movement in Chicago this. It's like... It's so robotic, it's so archaic, and it's just not at least my generation. So I would like to hear from you, what could be better in this industry with content? And what what does the future look like for this industry in, in regards to social media engagement? First off, I don't think people should take it as serious as you can. Like Just yeah. like you said, suit and tie, guys coming on, posting their records, talking all that shit. I mean, it's great to post your record here and there. But the most important part about sports betting is to have fun. You're putting money on it to enjoy the game even more. And, um, yeah, it's great to win money in the same time, and, and it's nice to have that, that you know, extra coin in your pocket. Yeah. But I think I think the this overreaction to seriousness, oh, buy my package and blah, blah, blah. That, that's a little too much for me. Buy a $75 a month thing. That's too much for me. It's supposed to be enjoyable. First off, I think everyone should be betting on their own. I think you use a guy like me, a guy like you, a guy like any other sports handicapper on the app or in TikTok or anywhere for that matter. You should just use them for opinions. Like, yep. see, like make your own decisions. I think you should make your own decisions ultimately. And then maybe if one of it lines up with a bunch of different handicappers who do this professionally or for a living or whatever mm-hmm. lines up with you, I think that's cool. And then you go ahead with that play. I hope that pushes you over the edge. But um, just for the point where you 
investing money into something and hoping that it hits. It can put a salty taste in some mouths or it can just mislead you overall. We see that uh, with SBE especially. I got to throw some shade his way. No. (laughs) (laughs) I have to. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Love it. Love it. Um, So what's your... What type of content do you plan on intending to make, you know, throughout the NFL season? You're a big NFL guy. Mm-hmm. What can we expect out of taking the points? I think you're going to see more. Um, so what I like to do is, I, you know, I, I post in my video. I give you my picks, all three picks, all in one video. I don't give much um, reasoning behind each pick. Um, you just got to trust the kid. You just got, yeah, you just got to trust him. But what I'm going to do is, <laughs> leading up to NFL Sunday, probably three days before, I'm going to start releasing my video earlier longer in length, um, why I like the play, because um, I think it's important to hear your philosophy. And I, I feel sure. like I feel like I haven't been doing a good job on that. I posted on my Twitter why I like it. I posted on Book It why I like it. But just for content purposes, I think you deserve a better explanation, especially if you're writing. So No, uh, for sure. That's why uh, you're, you're throwing big units. Uh, you were you were one of the few who uh, unfortunately was on Mexico. You want to bring uh, yeah, that up, don't you? <laughs> you I had to. I mean, we were we were planning on having an episode yesterday. Obviously, that changed, so I, had, I still had to bring it up today. Yeah, um, I'm, bring I'm, still little, I'm still a little hurt. That's probably one of the reasons why I didn't release any plays yesterday. I'll still <laughs> from that. Hey, um, but you said you do have some plays today. Uh, I'm sure everyone would love to know what those are. I have a monster play today. I'm going to get to that one last. I do have a monster play, monster. and I'm excited for that play. Monster. Um, and you're not going to – I don't think you're going to like it very much because you were on, you're on this team. But I'll get to that one last. Okay. Um, I know you like to, you like to like highlight your type of parlays or give them a name, but I'm calling this the TNT blow-up parlay. Okay? Oh, I already like, like it. I already right. like it. I've got my pen ready. <laughs> we're going with the Rockies money line I like against it. the Cubs. And then we're also going with the um, – the Philadelphia Phillies against the Nats. And the reason why I call it the TNT blew up parlay is because both those teams who I'm betting against blew up their teams. So yep. we're going to go ahead with those two teams. I think both of the teams that they're playing besides the Rockies, they don't have much to play for really in reality, but for them to be one minus one forty five favorites in Vegas, I think that's telling us something. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the Phillies, they have a lot on the line, you know, they're still in second in their division. They can still make a little bit of a run. So I'm thinking that, they need to take full advantage of the Nats here. And they had hot bats yesterday. They had hot bats against uh, Pittsburgh uh, right before the series before. So I think they get the job done in Washington. Against Patrick Corbin. Oh, they got mm-hmm. Zach Wheeler. Philly's got Wheeler on the mound. And they so. got Wheeler on the mound, yeah. Yeah, you should be good. And then the Rockies are – they're going against Zach Davies and the Cubs. Cubs are obviously trash. So mm-hmm. hopefully the Rockies can uh, bring the Ducks off the ponds and score some runs in, in Coors Field. Right. Uh, yeah. So two two team parlay Rockies and Phillies, correct? That, that's my that's my one unit play. I got another play that's about it's about one point six five to win one point five, and that's the over in the Cubs and Rockies game. A lot of runs. It's a you lot of runs. You need twelve of them. You need twelve of them, but I think it gets done. You know, they're in they're playing uh, in Colorado, um, so I, I'm I'm just thinking that you know with that field choice and Zach Davies in the beginning of the season wasn't too hot. He's starting to come on just a little bit. He's pitching a little bit better. But I'm hoping that's the old Zach Davies that comes out today. I think Colorado gets some. Um, I think Cubs also get some. And I think it's going to be a competitive game throughout. But I think, you know, Rockies edge them out. But I think there's going to be a lot of runs scored in this game. No, absolutely. I mean, last time I bet I, I bet on Zach Davies, he gave up fucking seven runs to the goddamn Diamondbacks. So. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a good pick. I, I like that one. And it's in Coors Field. We could see a lot 
of runs. Exactly. Um, I love it. So those are your three picks, a two-team parlay. and Well, those are two of them. Now you're ready for the big one? Oh, yeah, big one. Are you fading the Angels? I'm not fading the Angels, but uh, I faded them last night, and it did really well for me Yes, um, that, in that parlay. But um, the big one, get ready for this one, is the Boston Red Sox. Wow. Boston, Boston Red Sox, they're playing against the, oh, the wagon, the Detroit Tigers. Yes. Talk yes. to me about that. Garrett Richards on the mound on the road for the Red Sox. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know it's a little suspect. I mean, he's given up five. He has like a five point what one nine ERA right now, I believe. I mean, he's not pitching too hot. He's on the road. Um, the Red Sox are also one in five. Their last six. Uh, so they're due. Is what you're saying. They're, they are due. I think. I think they're going to win this game. I think they win. I'm also going to take the money line or uh, run line as well, minus one and a half. Um, and to be honest with you, I'm also thinking about sprinkling a little bit on the alternate run line minus two and a half. I think I'm going big Ooh. on here, but I definitely have 300 bucks right now just to win a little over two on, um, uh, on Boston, uh, on Boston, uh, money line. So uh, I'll be sure to put up what I like in the alternate line and the, and the run line as well later. But right now, 300 bucks to win 210 Boston. I love the play. The alternate run line for those that are wondering on the Red Sox minus two and a half is plus 160 could be some good value there. I mean, it's, and that seems a little low. If you go, it look does. At, like, you know what I mean? If you look at all the other lines, and that's why yeah. I liked it. If you look at all the other lines, minus two and a half or whatever it is, it's like plus four hundred, like plus two hundred, plus two twenty fives. Yeah. yeah. So kind of you. Yeah, exactly. I think it's worth it. If you have some cojones, I'm definitely speaking Mexican now because of that loss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, if you have cojones, I would take the alternate run line. I'll throw some money on the uh, on the run line too, and uh, also just take a money line. Love it, love it. He's nuking the Red Sox. You guys hear that? I got the red shirt on and everything, man. Oh, I he's already, he's ready to go. He is ready to go. You're gonna be just anxious waiting for this game to start. There's nothing worse than oh my god. There's no early games today. They all start at seven Eastern. So. You're going to be uh, anxious. Yeah, sweating until then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got, my, I got my, lining, my lining kugel in the fridge, ready to pop some beers tonight, watch this game. Um, you know, when I have a $300 play, I definitely enjoy the games with some beers. So, absolutely. So, just to recap Rockies ML, Phillies ML, two team parlay, uh, straight bet on the Cubs over 11 and a half, and then he's nuking the Red Sox ML. Nuking. Love it. Nuking. nuking it. Red nuking. button, red button, hide for the hills, nuking. <laughs> <laughs> i love it hey fellas in the back here in the locker room you got any questions you'd like to ask for taking the points while we got them here the dog yes what is your relationship with the dayton flyers <laughs> uh, my brother man my brother played for dayton um he was a walk-on for uh okay. dayton flyer basketball team back when they made the run to the elite eight and sweet 16 back when they were really good with scoochie smith and those guys and um I've been rooting for them ever since. You know, he's one of the guys that you call in with two minutes left to go in the game when you're up 30 and everyone's cheering for him to get the ball and, uh, and, and hit a jump shot. And, uh, Dude, we, I, I was, I was, I was like really close with one of the walk-ons on the Q's team. And he came in a couple times in like the last 20 seconds, like down 14 to like the Carolinas and Dukes of the world. And one time he had a three at the buzzer to cover the spread. <laughs> oh, that is epic. like that, that like the ever. most legendary moment of this walk-on's career. Wow. Could have covered the spread, but that's a legend. Yeah, there's a there's a the reason I asked is there's a big game uh, on the Dayton campus tonight over in the TBT. So yeah, I don't know if you've been following. Is it Bayham's Army's out? Aren't they? Bayham's Army. Yeah, so I'm, like, I'm a Syracuse alum. Yep, they're in the championship and they play like T 
team 23 or I don't know. I don't know what the other team is, but all I know is Bam's army is minus three and a half, but we'll get to that. That's going to be my lock of the what day. Is this? What are you talking about? The TBT. TBT. Oh, oh, the TBT. Yeah. We yeah. Talk about that more. My, my brother had it. My brother had a team. He ended up losing in the second round, unfortunately, in Columbus. I was over there for a while and they lost to, uh, they lost a Category Five, the Miami Hurricane team, and literally ah, the, the yeah. next, literally the Sneaky next day, one. three of their best players ended up having COVID, so they couldn't play, and they lost by forty. Oh yeah, yeah I remember that. Unfortunate. Yeah. yeah betting on betting on uh, what is it? TBT. The, bas- the basketball tournament. I mean, you, you might just as well just get right into players. the down, like down bat. I mean, <laughs> you, we're talking about TBT betting, down bat. Hey, uh, all right. You're we'll talk about when I make some when I make some coin and you lose because you're betting on fucking the Dodgers or some shit and Kenley blows in the ninth. We'll, we'll talk about <laughs> uh, taking the point six Mexico hashtag down bat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm I'm down pretty bad. This baseball slate the last week, <laughs> I'm down bad. I'm down bad. Mike, I nuked. Uh, I nuked. I nuked the lay. By the way, Phillies Rockies. It's locked in, so taking the points. We will either be rejoicing on the Book It Sports app later, or we will both be down bad. But either way, I just want you to know it's it's locked in. So I'm going to lock that in, too. Phillies, that Rockies. One. Plus 167. Lock it in. The last two-teamer we had on the show absolutely imploded. Down bad. Imploded. Yeah. I was down bad after that one. And the Red Sox were in it, so maybe we'll make a tradition of every guest that comes on tells us to just hammer yeah, the Red two Sox. Yeah, two-team lay, and we nuke it. <laughs> That, that should be the record tradition. of all the guests of who comes on and they come on regularly or whatever, so you know who you're who you're talking about or who you yes. who you want to ride. Yes, with. yeah. Sportsbook and Sigliere gave us a two teamer and both lost. Unfortunately, tough, mm. tough it's look, tough. tough look on the show. Hey, whale wagers, you're you're an MLB uh, expert here. What do what do you think about this two teamer Rockies Phillies? And uh, um, obviously, I'm a big Philly guy. When you said how we're like we're playing for something right now to, to kind of like make that playoff run, I'm loving Wheeler on the mound for sure. Um, and then when you were talking about the Rockies, I didn't even realize that the Cubs still had a team in Chicago. So I also was on board with that. Um, but yeah, I'm loving it. I don't know how you're gonna feel about that over later on, but besides that, I like the two team parlay. We'll see. Love it. Love it. Uh, well, taking the points, it's always a pleasure to have you on, my guy. We'll definitely be talking later today, sweating this shit out later tonight for sure. Uh, but as always, you can find Taking the Points on the Book It Sports app at Taking the Points. I got to say, Taking the Points, I didn't even realize that there was a plus five in your name until like a week ago, yeah. which I thought was pretty creative. Nice job. That is that a, little, wow. that's a little sprinkle. That's of branding right there. That is branding. Good work. Yeah, Good I, I work. Got, I nice. Say, nice work. Head off, dude. I got I to gotta say this, man. Don't worry. I didn't forget about your pie. I'm going to freaking get that here in the next few weeks. <laughs> Yo, I, yes. I got, I got you. I got you. I don't know if it's going to be in front of a grocery store. I'd rather just do it in front of where I know I'm going to get pied. I might do it with my kids' baseball team. All of them comes all around, and that would be iconic. I will, I will definitely get the pies in the face. Everyone's been every time I post a video, dude. Where's the pies? <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. Coming. I know they're coming. I even got people on my comments. Where's the pie video with that one guy? I'm like, <laughs> it's coming. I still owe you a, a fat, juicy picture right here. Yeah, and I also have to buy uh, SPE's pick package. So. I think you might have lucked out on that, though. <laughs> uh, as always, taking the points, the man, the myth, the legend. Go follow sure. him; he's the man. Thanks for joining us. Yeah.
we'll definitely be seeing you again. Appreciate you guys. Take it easy. Have a good one. Later. That was taking the points. Goaded. Absolutely goaded. Um, let's get into the MLB picks, guys, because I'm down bad, and I need some coin, damn it. It's my birthday coming up. We got to go into the weekend with plus units. When's right, your birthday? So it's on. Oh, two days, right? Yeah, it's in two days. Two days. Uh, so we got Timmy Bones in the house live from D.C., uh, who the Washington Nationals are playing the Phillies today, just like we heard from taking the points. His two-teamer. Tell us that Patrick Corbin's going to sell, please, Tim. I can't. I can't tell you he's going to sell. I'm going to be going to the game tonight. I think I'm morally obligated. I have to bet on the Nats. I'm a Nats oh fan. I'm in D.C. I'm going to the game. Patrick Corbin is the most inconsistent fucking guy to ever play the game of baseball. I'm not a fan of his, and I actually think that the Phillies are probably going to win today with Zach Wheeler, but I'm not going to say that twice. So I think the Nats, I'm taking, I have to bet on the Nats today. I so you're putting, you're putting real units on the Nationals tonight? I'm putting real units on a team that I think is going to lose. So probably the well, dumbest thing I'm ever going to do, but I have to do it. I got to do it. It's my team. I'm in the city. I got to do it. All right. Well, Fuck the Nationals. Maybe just go like a home run prop or something. That might be more fun for you. Yeah, yeah. Take, <laughs> yeah, take yeah. Home run. You might, just take like just take like Trey Turner or Schwarber home run prop and just go from there. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. No, I need to hear that, dude. That was that was that was personal. That one hurt really bad. Yeah, that was too far. Really bad. That was too far. My bad. Too soon. My right. bad. My bad. Yeah, too soon. Right. So you Juan got the Soto. I got my team selling up. We got Juan Soto. It's Juan Soto. Yeah, you can now. still take his home run prop. Juan Solo, he's the only decent baseball player on that club now. But um, yeah, yeah I might, I might have to take the nerfy or something because uh, no, yeah, it's, it's gonna be a long night. I actually like that nerfy a lot. Uh, Phillies Nationals nerfy because you got two good pitchers, two struggling bats. That could be that could be a play I I look into a little more after the show. Um, but I want to show you this parlay real quick that Ozzy hit last night. Absolutely absurd. Okay, listen. Plus two thousand odds. You put two hundred and fifty dollars on this bitch. Paid out five thousand three hundred dollars. The parlay is the Nerfy. This is all in the uh, Diamondbacks Giants game. By the way, Diamondbacks almost fucked everybody last night again, but the Giants pulled through. Uh, but this game was nuts. So he had the Nerfy, the over nine and a half. Brandon Crawford to get a hit. As Drupal Cabrera to get a hit, Christian Walker to get a hit, Cole Calhoun to get a hit, and Anthony DeScalfani under five and a half strikeouts, all hit. Crazy. I need FanDuel, dude. I need to be throwing stupid shit like that. Like, no, you don't. Not, my, bi- my, my, biggest re- my biggest reaction to that parlay is that I had no idea as Drupal Cabrera was on your <laughs> And quite frankly, in the league, um, but hey, Guardian legend. Though. That is hilarious. I didn't either, honestly. And I had a very similar reaction to when I saw that name on that list. <laughs> what team is he on? The D-backs? Yes. Yeah, the Nats got rid of him like a year ago. He sounds the D-backs. Crazy. Hey, he's a World, World Series champ, though. He's a World Series champ. Don't be, don't be shitting on his dribble Cabrera. So, yeah, Mike, he was Lindor before you, Lindor. I need you to throw some shit like this. Like, I want to see – like, you, you used to do it with the NBA. Oh, Let's God. get it in the MLB. I just know. <laughs> I just know. Dude. Why the not? MLB, the MLB has sucked this year. I'm not throwing a six-team, like, same-game parlay on the MLB. There's just no way. <laughs> There's no way. Especially I for mean, 250 been- bucks. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, now he's the one laughing. He's got five G's. That's true. If he spends it like that, though, he's not going to have five G's for long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That five, that, if that was my five G's, that shit would be gone by today. <laughs> that, <laughs> that bitch would be on your wall behind you. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Uh, there's there's right. being lucky and there's being sharp, and then that dude is just a fucking wizard for being able to pull something off like that. That is the next level IQ for sports betting. I don't know how somebody would have won. the wand. We got a we got that two teamer locked in from taking the points, but we're gonna hear from you guys on what your best play of the day is, uh, and then we're gonna parlay that. And then whoever, if it loses by one Ooh. leg, whoever loses the last leg, you're doing something stupid. Uh, we'll get to that if it happens. But what's the pick? Start with Jason. Go quick. So best best bet of the day. Okay. Um, Bayham's army army money line. What? Let me go. Let me go find it. It's a basketball tournament. TBT. Uh, uh, I mean, I have a I have a three team MLB parlay. But if you want my best bet of the day, best MLB bet of the uh, day. Don't give me Yankees minus three hundred, or else you're getting Jim Joyce. <laughs> Oh, so you want a you want a baseball or just any bet? Because no, I, I asked for baseball. Bet. This is for baseball. <laughs> oh well, you fucking should have clarified. Dodgers ML. They're not losing the Astros at home. Oh, First game, the Astros are back in LA. <laughs> Walker Jesus Bueller. Christ. Yeah, Bueller on the Bueller McCullers. Dodgers ML. So I'll see you, Kenley Jansen, at ten twenty p.m. tonight. <laughs> yeah. <Can't wait. laughs> Gavin, best play in MLB today. What is it? After that play, I kind of feel like more safe about <laughs> being like the leg that like fucks the parlay. Same. But I'm between two like two different plays. It was either honestly like the Cubs under, which taking the points took over. Uh-oh. But I will not go against him because like <laughs> this is our guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll kind of be like weird, but I'm Dignity. gonna go with uh, Brewers minus one and a half. That's always a safe play. Always a safe one. Can't go wrong with that against the Pirates. Mikey Overs. I mean, I can guess Mikey Overs' play right now. (laughs) Give it a shot. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be the. Come on. I have two in my head. So if you say one of them, I'll go. Is any of them a total? Neither of them them are an over. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I'm going to go with uh, the Braves' money line. No. Damn it. Damn. <laughs> I have, Damn it. I have Phillies minus one and a half or Mets money line. Mets oh, so there's an or? Well, I got an or. No, no but I don't no. Say, like, if he was going to guess, I was telling him which teams were available. But I'm going right, to go with Which the Mets. one's going in the parlay? I'm going to go Mets money line. Mets money Ooh. line. All right. But I had a better I bet of the day. That's what I'm saying, bro. Put Bam's Army money line in there. It's way more of a lock than Dodgers on that. <laughs> When are we going to stop betting on Dodgers ML? It never yeah. works. <laughs> it never, we're never going to stop. Never it works. Play like, of the day. I'll keep it in the NFC East. I'm I'm too afraid to fully NFC stay on, on the season map. I'm sorry, NL East. NL East. He just said <laughs> that. Uh, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go Nashville. Uh, Nerf beat tonight. I can't. I don't have big enough balls to take oh, Nashville money line. We're so, no sure. money line safer. Just six outs or twelve outs if you Trent. One inning. <laughs> Get it done, yeah. and then Patrick Corbin can give up 15 earned runs the next fucking five innings. Who cares? But Nerfy tonight, I'm gonna take that. Nerfy Nationals, Nerfy, love that one in, Dude, in the parlay nation's yeah, capital. One soda is hitting over the Nerfy's on most books. But I'm fully prepared to take the punishment for this, but it'll it is be Zach Wheeler. 
exactly there. My gonna, play of the day me, is going to be. Let me actually put this together. My play of the day is uh, Cincinnati Reds money line uh, against the Twins in Cincinnati. They got uh, Mally on the mound. He's an absolute beast. Uh, but so recapping, we got Jason on Dodgers ML. We got Gavin on uh, shit. What was it? Brewers minus one and a half. Brewers minus one and a half. Brewers run line. The one uh, loss of the leg. <laughs> yes. And then uh, Mikey Overs on Mets. Timmy Bones is on the Nationals Nerfy. Uh, and I'm on the Cincinnati Reds. Wait, what was Gavin on again? Gavin, what are you on? Not saying it again. Yeah, Brewers run line. I need it again. Brewers <laughs> run line. All right. Uh, all right. Well, this I have a change mine. This I lay have... is plus fifteen hundred. <laughs> Dude, can you add Bra- why don't you add Braves ML in there just for good luck? <laughs> well, no, my my uh, my my actually parlay... against John Lester. Dude, I'm not touching a game with John Lester. Anymore. <laughs> I'll hit another home run, baby. That dude's got a sneaky pop. Sneaky um, pop. All right. Well, I have a four teamer. I have a four teamer that I want to give away that I absolutely love, and it's just going to be such a classic parlay. But it is the Cincinnati Reds ML, the Brewers run line, the Atlanta Braves money line, uh, and the Red Sox money line. This parlay is at plus 950. (laughs) Sounds like a lock to me. Uh, So that's what we're rolling with today. Uh, I'm going to post that on Book It Sports. I'll make some videos about it and shit. Sweat this one out with me, and then we're riding the Nationals nerfy. Um, So that's – that's what today's slate looks like. And our like. five-team parlay. Yes, and I'm placing our five-team parlay. Whoever loses it, you're doing some dumbass shit. Dude, this I'm looks disgusting. Let's fucking give it to me. I'll just do it right now, get it out of the way, and I won't have to do it for later. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, that concludes today's action-packed show. Uh, as always, this has been the Atia Hour with your host, Trent Atia, coming at you live from Reno, Nevada. Uh, we've made a schedule change to this show every Tuesday, Thursday now at 9 a.m. Pacific. That's 12 a.m., 12 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so always make sure to tune in. Don't miss out. We talk slates. We make gambling fun. I haven't seen another show that makes gambling fun. We make gambling fun and legit, and we win coin. So always be sure to tune in to Atsy Hour right here on Twitter and Twitch. Um, as always, thanks for tuning in. Your host, Trent Atia. Have a great rest of your day. Let's make some coin and win some tickets, baby. Book it.